What up, what up, what up? We back. Hey. It's Night Talk, episode three. But it's no. our first edition of yeah. our music pod. Music podcast. You already know what's going on. It's your boy Jaden, back again. With Evan. <laughs> and your boy Gabe. We chilling. And Gabe is here. So, we got a lot to talk about when it yes, comes to music. Yes, we do have a lot to talk about. And we all know, when it comes to these award shows, everything that goes on, that there's one big award show that talks about music, and that's the Grammys, of course. So the Grammys done, done they, they done did some things. They done did some things over the past few weeks. Uh, uh, first things first, we're going to start with pro- probably one of the most popular artists today, and that's uh, yes. Post Malone. How y'all feel about Post Malone? I'm a Post Malone fan. That's just me. I liked. I thought Beer Bongs and Bentleys was really good, but that was just me. I don't know. I don't know about that one, Chief. That's just me, though. I don't. Do you like Post Malone? I know you don't, but do you? Post Malone, I mean, he's an off-and-on artist for me. Like, yeah. there's certain songs I'll listen to that I'm like, yeah, I really like Post. But then, like, other songs I'm like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, don't I, know. I, don't I feel know. that. I feel he, that. He got moved to the I pop think music category, though. Yes. Which I think that is... You think it's pop? Well, I think most of his music, I mean, Better Now and stuff like that, those are pop songs. Like, right. Not, you know, Would like, you... Classify him in like Taylor Swift category because that's pop. Yeah, what you mean? I mean, like, like, pop music is like any music that like. You know I don't really. Post Malone's different, like because yeah, he's everywhere. Exactly, and he. I'm pretty sure his main goal is like to be a country artist or something. Country. He said he wants to make a country album, and I mean, there's a difference between country from like. I think he's more thinking like 70s country, not like, oh. you know, pop country like, like it is ho- now, like a rock country like, kind of not thing. Not Thomas Rhett or some like joint. Not, what do you th- what do you think he's like gonna raw, do? I mean, if you listen to, like every song he ever put out, then you realize like oh, mm-hmm. like look at Stony and Stony has a lot of different songs on there, and you look at Beer Bongs and Lately, there's a lot of different variety in there. Like Stay, if you compare a song like Congratulations and then like Stay, like those are very two different songs. Right. So I can see why they would move him to the pop category. It makes a lot of sense actually. Right, and like I think that one real goal of this move to the pop category was to give more credit to like the actual. I don't mean to. Yeah. I don't want to say that pop that Post Malone isn't a real rapper, but like to I give mean, credit to the real rappers that are going to be in the category, because I don't want to see a repeat of like 2013, where guys yeah. like like J Cole and Drake and and Travis Scott, like people that deserve to be in the category, just getting overshadowed by the most popular guy out there right now. So yeah. I respect this move. Uh, for are like, you referring to Macklemore? Yes. <laughs> 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 what Macklemore beat what, out what Schoolboy Q and Kendrick Lamar yeah. well, and Jay Z and Kanye West? Yeah. Well, the thing is with Post Malone is like he um like people always say like oh yeah Post Malone's my favorite rapper right now. I'm just like I mean I think he's a I think he's one of the best artists out right now. Do I think he's the best rapper out right now or one of the best? Mm, that's kind of a stretch. I don't really think he is. I think he makes good music. That's all I say when people ask me if I like him or not. I mean, yeah, I can't deny he makes good music. You know? Right, right, right. And he he's really well versed, and yeah. he's really bursted onto the scene this year. But the Grammys also came out and said this year that they were that they are not nominating him for best new artist, which rightfully so because he's not yeah, new. I mean, yeah, he's been around since White Iverson yeah. middle school. But uh, uh, they're also not nominating Cardi B for net for best new artist this year. And their reasoning for her is because she was nominated for stuff last year. Yeah. Uh, so that wouldn't make her new. And then also they're not nominating X for Best New Artist this year because uh, his album 17, his debut album, came in two months yeah. before the cutoff. And but, wasn't um, X, he's been around a long time. Right. Because I mean, I yeah. then they originally put him as a new artist. Yeah. 
And I was like, why? Because he's been around for a long. I mean, look at me. Got big in like what 2016, like yeah, early, like late, late, late 2016. Yeah. But yeah, X has been making music for such a long time. Yeah. But they they did make that short list for best new artists, and amongst those names are uh, Luke Combs, Greta Van Fleet, Her, Juice World, Dua Lipa, LMI. Uh, Marshmallow, Troy Savan, Lil Baby, Lil Peep, Lil Pump, and Lil Skies. I have a problem with a couple of these names, especially Marshmallow. Marshmallow's been around for a long time. They like, always seem to like. Mess I think up it's the whoever blows award, up like nominations. Like even the freshman classes. Right. Know, like they never. It's like they're not freshmen. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we've known these people. I guess they have to have exposure to be able to get on there. That makes sense. But yeah. but sometimes I feel like they wait too long. Yeah, wait too. Like a lot of people are saying Juice World's gonna be in the next one next yeah. year. Which, I think he's gonna be too big by the time. Yeah, I think he'll be like a little passes. I mean, and he blew up out of nowhere, like, right? Overnight, nowhere, like yeah, really overnight. Yeah, like, all girls are the same came out, and then the next day or like two weeks later, he was big. Huge. And Lucid Dreams came out, blew up even more. Right. And then he put out. He's. Out, I mean, he has one album. Yeah, I mean, and like everyone listens to it. And Lucid Dreams, like as of yesterday, is five times platinum. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. And it's number insane. three on the. Isn't it number like two or three in the number, charts? Number right two now? on charts. And it's been out since like April. Exactly. And I'm just like, what? That's but. crazy. But um, definitely like your your point saying marshmallow. Like, first of all, like this is this isn't anything against marshmallow, but I hate it when like people that don't actually that aren't musicians that aren't actually doing the music when, when they get nominated for musician categories, like guys like DJ Khaled, mm-hmm. like you're not really making the music, you're you're producing it. So yeah. You well, should be in the producer category, you know what I'm saying? I, listen, I have a lot of... Well, here's the thing with Marshmallow. Marshmallow's... I think the reason he's blowing up now is because he's worked with a lot of people. And I think that's the reason they put him for new is because... I mean, he's had singles that have went like... I remember the first time I found him, it was... um, I'm trying to think what was his main song. It was like 2016, I think. It had like 400 million views when I found him. And I never heard of this guy. I was like, why do you have 400 million views? Because he was huge in like the EDM scene. Right. And like... And then he just started doing songs with like um, Selena Gomez, and then he did one with Logic last year. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the reason he's starting to get, you know, more and more people know him. But I mean, I like I'm, I like him. I think he's really good, and he's really talented, and he's one of the best, definitely EDM artists right now. Right, but like at the same time, I see what you mean. As yeah, in like pro- they're not actually like you know. Yeah, but he's more of a producer. Still, a, a lot goes into like, like he made that song with Lil Peep, and I'm pretty sure he probably did like, besides the vocals, obviously, like he probably did a lot. And but he he puts a lot of work into his songs. Like if you look at his hits, like his solo music, actually, like if you were an EDM fan, you would understand like why people like him because he's really good and he makes really good songs. But I don't know who Troy Savon. Troy, Troy Savon. He's a pop is. artist. Yeah, I don't know who that uh, is either. He, he's 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 a pop artist. I don't listen to any of his music, but I know a lot of people are out there and they they do support him. He's a pop artist <laughs> in think, that little realm. <laughs> I think Lil Baby proves like if you make a song with Drake, you're gonna blow up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, out of the short list, who do y'all think deserves the best? Uh, either, I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge country fan, but I will, I won't lie. Luke Combs like did really he, blew up. Like, did really he really come out this year though? I thought Dude, he, he didn't learn guitar. Like he picked up a guitar when he was like twenty something, and he's like, I don't know how old he's now, but like, he just recently started. Yeah, look up. He just started playing guitar recently, and he just came out of nowhere. Like, he used to do sh- like little gigs or something. And he's had like three hits in the last year or something like that. He had Hurricane, and then he had um, When It Rains It Pours, and he had, he's 28. So yeah, and he didn't pick up a guitar until he's like 22 or something. And most of these country artists are like all their lives doing that crap. But, right. You know, he just started out of nowhere. Lil Pump, 
I hate Lil Pump, so I don't. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going. Fun- I'm not going front. A lot of people hate Lil Pump. I don't. I can't say that I really hate. I him. mean, if I, I want to get lit, him. like obviously, yeah. I mean, you can like, put on some Lil Pump. He just like, makes that nonsense music that you yeah. just like vibe to. But I, I don't think he. I don't think he deserves this award by a long yeah. shot. I no. mean, uh, if you're counting like mu- actual talent, yeah, no. But I if mean, you if, catchy music, I mean, yeah. Like if if that's what you're gonna base it on, right? If, and if it's a fan, if I had to pick anyone on this list, it'd definitely be Juice, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. But of course. This is just a short list. They're going to end up picking five. Yeah. Yeah. My, my prediction, I'm saying it's going to be Luke Combs, yeah. uh, Greta Van Fleet, uh, LMI, probably Troy Savan, and Juice World. I think it'll be – my thing with Lil Skies is, like, he blew up last year around December with – he put out Red Roses and mm-hmm. they put out – um, was it Nowadays? Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. And then he started blowing up. He put out his album. What was it Dark Rose or something yeah. like that? Some Life of a Dark Rose. Yeah, Life of a Dark Rose. And everyone liked that, but then ever since then, like he hasn't really had like a a hit or a banger. Like right, he put out he's put out a couple songs with Cole Bennett, and then but I don't know. I haven't really seen him much. Like he had a couple features and stuff, but I don't know. We'll see what happens to him. Lil Peep. <laughs> I don't really know. Like it seems like when an artist dies, like everyone. Like I mean, I didn't know who Lil Peep was till he died. I know a lot of people did, but like I feel like he blew up a lot more once he was actually like passed away. Right. <clears throat> Yeah, I can agree with that. Like, um, he just put out a song last week. Yeah, he did. And then of course he has the uh the song with X. Uh, yeah, falling, falling down. down. It's pretty. It's <laughs> oh, doing numbers hear, on um, charts. Oh yeah. He put on his Instagram Lil Peep uh picture of Come Over When You're Sober Part Two. I think yeah. it comes out on the ninth. So you said the ninth? <laughs> He's not dead. I think so. <laughs> yeah. He's still out there. So it's publicity. That's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be interesting. I'm definitely. I don't know who Greta Van Fleet is. Uh, they're a they're a modern day rock band. They're, I've listened to them a couple times. I don't really listen to a lot of current rock music, but they're pretty good. They are pretty good. I could definitely say that. But um, of course, official nominees are gonna be announced on December fifth, mm-hmm. twenty eighteen. But yeah, we we talked about two of the newer artists. Uh, two of those newer artists recently put out uh some albums, and that's Juice World. He he released a collaboration yeah. album with Future this past Friday called World on Drugs. And then we got Lil Baby who released his nom- his collaboration album with Gunna on Drip Harder. Now I listened to both of these. Evan, you listened to both of those? I did not listen to all of, I listened to Juice and Future. I didn't listen to all of Drip Harder because I just, I'm not a huge fan of either of those two artists, but I mean, I kind of like Gunna, but I'm just not a Lil Baby fan. I did like Drip Too Hard, but that was just like everyone like this song, right? <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> like, um, yeah, like, like you said about Drip Harder, uh, I, I'm I'm a Gunna fan. I'm not really a little baby fan, yeah. but they just they, like in their singles that they released before the album, it yeah. sounded good. Yeah, with songs like uh, "Sold Out Dates," those were good. But then they hopped in on this album, and I was like, okay, it's a weird feel. Y'all don't sound really because it's like they were going for little baby type beats, but with a Gunna type sound. Yeah, and I was like, well, aren't they like similar though? In, in a way, in a way, uh, Lil Baby is a little bit more trap, and Gun is more a little bit more like Young Thug, yeah, the Young Thug style. But like, it, it didn't sound good together. Like, I only like f- three or four songs from the album as a whole from Drip Harder. How many so. tracks were on it? You know, it was like thirteen, I think. Oh, okay. See, I can't be doing like some people be putting out like twenty-three tracks. Yeah, it's <laughs> too much. I'm like, dude, I can't listen to this. Like, <laughs> culture too. Too I'll li- I mean, I'll listen to it, but I'm just like, geez, man. I just start dreading it after a while. I'm like, okay, yeah. I just want to move on to the next one. But yeah, I didn't finish World on Drugs. I don't know. I'll, I'm a huge Juice World fan, but I've never been like a super big Future fan. I don't know why. I just don't like his voice. 
I'm not a big, huge auto-tune guy. See, see, here's the thing. Future, he had a period where he was on top of the rap game. Yeah. Like, as soon as he broke up with Sierra, he just he just decided, you know what? I'm just going to go make the best music of my life. Drop, <laughs> drop Purple Rain. Drop, yeah. uh, what, what's it called? That, what's yeah. it called? Uh, oh, it's slipping my name. I mean, it's slipping. Like, when did he make us? He made an album with Drake, didn't he? Yeah, he made uh, What a Time to Be Alive. That was yeah. afterwards. Um, then he made Dirty Sprite 2. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, once he hopped on that Black Panther soundtrack with uh, Kendrick and that King's Dead verse, Ooh. it seems like that was the, the stopping point for <laughs> yeah. future making good music. That's when I was like, oh, And then, okay. then he... Then he dropped that that uh, EP this summer. Was not good. Oh, yeah, that was not good at all. But now, th- I think that this was kind of a saving grace for him because, yeah, you don't like Future, but I feel like we were hearing but a little bit of... people like Juice World and they're going to listen to Juice World. Right. If, if Juice is on it, they're going to listen to it, and Future's going to get... Yeah. And I feel, like, I feel like this was Prime Future. Like, Prime Future was coming back in some of these tracks. Like, the one song I didn't like on there with Future was uh, the song called Oxy with Lil Wayne. Yeah, I, didn't, he, yeah, I heard that was he was on the, He was on the... Hook talking about so. Oh no, what is up? <laughs> I was like, oh nah. See, that's how Future sounds to me in every song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It sounds like super corny. And it was just just weird, cringe-inducing. Like, like, I couldn't, I couldn't take it seriously. But like overall, I think it was a pretty solid tr- uh, project. It was definitely better than Drip Harder. And it was they put it out fast because they right they, they did it in one week. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, let's go. I, th- I think it was I think it was interesting. Now we talked about X a little bit earlier today. Yeah. Uh, talked about how he wasn't going to be in the best new artist cal- category, but his uh, agents have confirmed that they did that he did make the shortlist for some other categories. So his album Question Mark is on the shortlist for album of the year and best alternative album. That makes sense. Uh, his song his single Sad is on the shortlist for record of the year and best rap song. And his song Pain Equals Best Friend is on the shortlist for best rock song. Yeah, the album was like. I remember me and Connor listening to that album in here for the first time, I'm pretty sure. Didn't we? Didn't we listen in here? We listened question to Question Mark, mark in here? Yeah. yeah, we listened to it in here, and we thought it was so weird at first. And, like, it is really weird, because X was all over the he place. He was all over like, the place we, in that album, it was yeah. just, like, so I didn't really know how I felt about it, but, and, like, you know, every track was, like, had a weird name. <laughs> it was just, like, yeah. but, um, I don't know. So it makes sense that it's alternative. It's kind of, like, this weird experimental album, and... Right. It's going to get looked at for, I mean, now that he's gone, like, it's going to get looked at even more now. Right. But, um, and, and, like, initially when I first listened to the album, I'm going to be honest, I did not like it at all. As a longtime X fan, I thought he was, like, I thought he was drifting away from his original sound. I thought yeah, it was definitely. different. I thought it was something that I didn't want to hear. But, like, the more I listened to it, the more I, f- I fell in love with some of them cert- some of the certain tracks. Because I had to accept the fact that it was a different style. Accept yeah. the, and, like, delve deep into what he was trying to promote. So, like... I, I, it makes sense that these that these are nominated in their respective categories. I don't know about album of the year for question yeah. mark. I don't think it's gonna yeah, end up making the cut. But like, I mean, I, I can understand best alternative album. Yeah, and definitely. I wouldn't be surprised if he if he won. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. Um, sad, sad definitely is gonna be a good competitor for that. Yeah, he was the first deceased artist to have a single reach number one since Biggie in '98. Damn, that's crazy. So, <coughs> conspiracy. <laughs> so yeah, sad definitely blew up. Um, Definitely interested to see what it does at the Grammys. But, of course, like, you know, when you're on top, there is some people that can get jealous and some people that (laughs) don't respect what you do. And we recently saw that with X uh, this past week. Uh, BET Hip Hop Awards, Vic Mensa, rapper Vic Mensa from Chicago. He did a alleged diss to 
the deceased artist in his cipher in which he said, the only time you bear arms is in a wife beater, loser, your favorite artist is a domestic abuser. Now, a lot of yeah. X fans were like, okay, so you're coming after X. And yeah. me as a Vic Mensa fan and as an X fan, I was really confused at like why he would target X, especially when he can't defend himself, yeah. literally. But I've never listened to Vic Mensa. I didn't even know who that was till The first time I ever saw Vic Mensa was on Wild Now, to be honest. Out. Yeah, yeah, like he he he's been underground. He's been bubbling underground for his whole career. It's all right, but I mean, like I never listened to him. I, I I admire his sound. He kind of reminds me of J Cole. But like this this was bigger than his music. This was like you don't speak on the yeah. Deceased. It's kind of like and it's weird that he's like he's not big. So yeah, like it's kind of weird that he would like and again we don't really know if it was like directed towards him. But right, it's still I think that's kind of weird. If you I can understand like all or you know. Uh, bad publicity is still publicity, right? So right. you're still getting clout from it. But, like, it's still a weird way to go considering, like, he passed away and you just, like, yeah, you, made you a don't, lot you of don't people speak mad. On the you don't, you don't yeah. speak on the deceased. Like, I don't have respect for that action. Of course, I still I'm, – I'm, I'm not just going to stop listening to him because of this. But if, if it's true that he did intend that to be towards X – at, uh, a lot of people were calling him out for being a hypocrite because yeah. uh, Vic Mensa does have his own past. He did uh, he did choke out one of his former uh, girlfriends. Dang, but yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> so so they, but like that was in his past, and he changed his ways just like X changed yeah. his ways. So like at the yeah. same time, if you're changing now and you're promoting ending domestic violence, then why don't you just yeah let 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 the let the deceased rest. Yeah, like, like you shouldn't mention them. You shouldn't comment on them. You shouldn't remember them for their like poor choices like, right when he was trying to switch it around in the end and make himself a better person exactly and anyone can respect that if you're like a decent human being <laughs> exactly but um i want to talk about this drake thing real quick before we go because that was like crazy watching that video Yo, so yeah uh it all started two weeks ago when uh drake went on lebron james's show the shop yeah and basically lebron was asking drake to talk about his beef with Pusha T. So Drake went back and he said, this is all bigger than Pusha T. This all started with him and Kanye. Yeah. So when he dove into that, he basically said Kanye hit him up earlier, well, late 2017 and was asking him if he wanted to work on some music and work on some tracks. And so Drake was like, yeah, sure, why not? Uh, I'm going to go out, I'm going to do me, and you're going to do you. Yeah. So Kanye's like, okay, dope. So you, I'm going I'm to fly you and 40 out to, out to Wyoming to make some tracks for me, and I'll give you this beat in return. And the beat, of course, was Lift Yourself. Yeah. So Drake got got the Lift Yourself beat. He was writing to it and all, trying to get, trying to make a good hit. Yeah. So he goes out to Wyoming. Well, 40 went out to Wyoming first, and 40 texted Drake and was like, uh, this doesn't seem too good because I think Kanye's working on an album. And Drake was like, oh, okay, I mean, that doesn't change anything, but as long as, as, long as we can help each other, it's good. So Drake went out to Wyoming. He wrote Yikes for Kanye. Kanye gave him the lift yourself beef. Yeah, he, he wrote yikes. One? Yeah, he wrote yikes. Um, Kanye came out and said that. Dang. But so yeah, he he wrote yikes for Kanye. Then uh, Kanye gives him the lift yourself beat, and they go out. So while he was there, he was like just ranting to Kanye, talking about his problems, and then he told Kanye about his son Adonis. Yeah. And so goes back to L.A. and is chilling. Uh, Kanye was texting him or whatever. And Drake was just like, you know, it's it's all good. I'm just, it, it's everything's going well. So I'm just do me. You gonna do you. I'm working on. I'm in album mode. Yeah. 
So then Kanye... Because uh, they both dropped albums this right. summer, right? Yeah, yeah. So then Kanye, a couple weeks later, releases Lift Yourself. And Drake was just like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. And so then, like, a day after that, Kanye texts Drake, and he's like, I love you, brother. I just want you to succeed, or whatever. Wait, so, Drake texted him that? Or no, Kanye, Kanye texted that to Drake. I'm sorry. After he dropped... After he dropped Lift Yourself, and which because... Drake didn't respond. So he then he dropped Lift Yourself in the stupid like Scoopy Doo Doo because yeah. he was like trying to make it so Drake couldn't yeah. get anything from it, right? Exactly. So basically That's dirty. That's so dirty. Drake wrote a song for you and then you tarnished the instrumental yeah. that you gave to him. That's dirty. dirty. Why did he do it? Who knows? It's Kanye being Kanye. I mean, Kanye being Kanye. You know why, but. <laughs> so, so then Drake didn't respond to that text message and I guess Kanye took offense to that or whatever. So then two weeks later, Pusha T drops Daytona. Yeah, all produced Which by Kanye. Good album, but <laughs> good album. Yeah, uh, all produced by Kanye, and then it features Infrared, which this is Drake. Yeah, uh, initially the initial. Oh, you don't write your music. Uh, you don't write your music. So then Drake's like, okay, I see what's going on now. Yeah. So you're just gonna produce this diss towards him. So then Drake drops Duppy Freestyle two days later. Which has targets it? at Kanye. Yeah, Father had to stretch his hands out and get it from me. Yeah, that was, that was hinting, a good bar, bro. hinting at the fact that. He got his lyrics from yeah. Drake for Yikes. Yeah. So Drake said going into it, he knew that his son was going to be brought up. That's why when Story of Adidon came out, he wasn't surprised. So Drake said that he had another track, like just a grimy track, uh, to like in the, in the making to respond to Pusha T because he didn't like the fact that Pusha T was making fun of 40 for having uh, multiple sclerosis. Mm -hmm. And so... He decided against it after consulting LeBron, yeah. like just trying to gain that respect uh, back because he said, you know what, this is bigger than everything. I'm going to let you do you, but we're not friends anymore, yeah. basically towards Kanye. He said he, d he could care less about Pusha T, yeah, I mean, but just the whole Kanye situation. And I thought it was kind of funny because, <laughs> I mean, Pusha T is a good rapper, but like no one listens to him. Like <laughs> no one listens to him. So like, yeah, <laughs> it's just funny. I, mean, I don't know. I I thought Dubby Freestyle was good, and then he dropped the story of added on right. Yeah, yeah. And I thought I mean, he he bodied Drake, and I really would have loved to see Drake if he would have been able to come back. I at still that. want Drake to drop Drake, that Drake track. Said he's like, I've been studying rap battles for a while. Yeah, now, or something like that. I was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and a lot of people. And Drake has like a lot of. Hate. I mean, he, a lot of people just call him a pop artist, whatever you want to say. Yeah. I mean, he makes hits. That's no lie. But I still think Drake could roast a fool if he wanted to. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I would've been. To be honest, I think the whole concept is funny. Just like grown, grown men arguing back, <laughs> and, back and forth on rhymes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's I fun mean, to watch. It's fun to watch. It's entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> it is fun to watch. But uh, yeah, uh, push it. Kanye is just in the wrong in this whole situation. Yeah, like Kanye crazy. just instigated something out of nothing. Yeah. And but uh, Pusha T went on Joe Budden's podcast last oh, week boy. and gave his own stance on how the beef started and how he got uh, the information about Drake's son. So what Pusha T said was that Drake's producer Forty used to date one of uh, Pusha T's uh, friends, like one yeah. of the one of his mutual friends. And so you know. Forty said that he used to complain about his problems to that girl, and amongst those problems was Drake's son. Mm. So then, after they broke up, she went to him. Uh, Push's friend told Push yeah. about Drake's son. Okay. So then allegations were like, "Oh, so Forty basically snitched on Drake." So I imagine. I mean, I can't stand Joe Budden, but <laughs> it, it, yeah, it doesn't matter kind of how so they annoying, got like, the information about his son. The, the fact of the matter is, like, what what's the point? 
what, what's what's the end game of all this? Drake at the end of the day, Drake still outsold you by fifteen times. Well, so the whole end game is money, though. It's just promotion. Yeah, yeah. think about it. Like it's just another way to get your name out there. It's gonna be in the headlines. Oh, look what happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I mean, I only knew Pusha T because he was on um, Runaway. Yeah, yeah, he was on Runaway with Kanye back in beautiful darkness with fan which is yeah. a great song great song but great feature this this yeah. has been that's the like, music rap, edition yeah. podcast yeah. 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 I mean, like, of night Drew, talk we will be bringing this to you guys every single monday talking about the latest in hip-hop pop r&b anything yeah we're gonna be going back, old school new school back to the future whatever <laughs> we're just gonna be trying to bring y'all quality content based on music so signing off is Jaden, evan gabe night Peace. talks